Hi, we're Cardigan Academy, your helpers for all things mental health, parenting, and education. I'm Devani. And I'm Stacy. And today we're talking about summer. I wonder how people are feeling about summer this year. Like, does it feel like a normal summer? Is it different somehow or strange after the past year and a half we've all had together on this planet? Does it feel extra special? I, I don't know. Yeah, last summer was definitely odd. Mm -hmm. We are reemerging. So we're doing a lot of stuff outside and I feel pretty good about that but I also have a redhead who burns easily and can't tolerate the heat so I know our days are limited before it gets too hot yeah yeah and it's been a hot spring for us too I feel like it's been I feel like we almost didn't get spring like we had a few maybe a couple good weeks and then it's been muggy and yeah um, gray and but now it's summer I know people who are going out and doing all the things and then other people who are not so inclined um, I lean to the not so inclined, but that's just because I have to admit I've kind of liked the downtime mm -hmm. and sometimes getting back to being busy feels a little uh, anxiety provoking and overwhelming. It just, especially after having a year and a half of, or I guess 15 months of no plans, not going out, no one coming to the door. Like it, that was also rare that this feels like such a big adjustment. Right. You have to acclimate. I, I'd say we're probably in the middle of the road right now. My husband's back to work several days a week. He and I are going and doing things more. The kids still can't be vaccinated, so that's a little different, but. Yeah, yeah, I think it, that when our whole family got vaccinated, I definitely felt a, a lot better, significantly better. Mm -hmm. I'm still cautious, there's still some things I wouldn't do, but there is some relief that comes with that, so I'm excited for you to have that. Yeah, I was thinking a lot of people do a summer bucket list, but I've never really been a fan of that term. I feel a regular bucket list, you know, is supposed to be things you do before you kick the bucket. <laughs> and not only do I not like that term, it feels like a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. And the same way with summer, like if we make a list as a family of all these things that we have to get to, it feels daunting. Whereas if we make a list of things that we hope to do or we get to do, it feels different. Yeah, that makes sense. We did that one year when it was all the rage on social media, the hundred things to do. And yeah, I thought it'd be really fun and it was fun to make. But then every time we walked past it and saw all the things we weren't getting to felt a little like failure. <laughs> yeah, especially this summer as we're just readjusting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I was really mostly fine with it because I, I even said when we made it, you know, as long as we get to like this can be a guide for us to do mm -hmm. a lot of cool things. It's OK if we don't get to all of it. But yeah, it did it did not quite it was a little more pressure and a little less inspiring I guess <laughs> yeah and I think the kids have grand ideas and then it kind of falls on the parents to especially mm -hmm. when they're younger carry it out and that I could feel more pressure yeah not wanting to let them down and you know my my kids are basically what older teens young adults and that's one thing about getting back to normal I'm happy for them because mm -hmm. they're at uh especially at that age it, you're normally out 
dating and driving and taking classes and my kids do theater. And so they are actually both doing shows and I'm happy for them to be back with that because I see that spark back in them. Yeah. So that's really nice. Yeah, I've missed live theater. My daughter was in a show the very end of May and we got to come see Max and his show last week. So that was the first time Stacy and I have been together in person since everything, since Cardigan Academy started even before that. Yeah, before the pandemic. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so that was something to celebrate for sure. It was really fun. We took a picture and we are grinning so hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's so genuine because we we're so excited. Yeah, it's on our Facebook page. I need to put it on Instagram too. So we asked on social media actually what people like to do in the summer or what summer reminds them of. My son Daniel said sunburns. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy's daughter Kate said making homemade ice cream, reading outside, s'mores, game nights and summer musicals. It sounds like Kate. <laughs> so I want to hear more about the homemade ice cream. Um, I would say that's one of the things we especially did the pandemic summer, you know, trying to make it special in little ways. We made a lot more homemade ice cream than usual. I think we usually make one or two a summer. And this past summer, 2020, we made probably a half dozen at least a different and really unique flavors. I wish I could remember what they all were, but like, you know, like Heath Toffee Crunch mm. and Blueberry Cheesecake and really, really good flavors. Um, I'm not really a cheesecake person. Like, it's fine. I'm sort of take it or leave it on it. But cheesecake ice cream, though, oh, so good. <laughs> so we made some really good ice cream. We have one of those, you know, plug it in, add the salt and the ice. We have a like a electric um, ice cream machine, but homemade ice cream just tastes so good. Yeah, that sounds really good. And we like to go out for ice cream in the summer. That's something we do every summer. That's part of our summer is going out for ice cream. And I think that's why we took to making special kinds and making it homemade was... You were missing that. Yeah. 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 My mom, Pat, said sitting outside in her backyard in nature. And I guess that's where I get it from. Both my parents. <laughs> they have a nice yard with really big maple trees. So it's nice and shady and... We, we do as much as we can in the summer. We will take things that we would typically do inside, like jigsaw puzzles or board games, and just do it outside, eat outside. We did that this summer. We do that as well normally. And this past summer, again, we did, like, I remember we did a, we watched a movie outside at night with the lights on. Again, trying to make things a little more special. It's like going to, go into the movies, but outside, snuggled up with blankets. And it was really fun. And I, I can see us doing it again because it was so fun. Um, but we, I, because we homeschool, we're a little spoiled as far as um, we actually don't tend to travel in the summer because mm -hmm. it's crowded. We like to travel in the fall and spring when people are still in school and we can go to museums and places without the crowds and um, the beach without the crowds. And so summer for us tends to be a lot of simple stuff, um, going for walks, playing at the park with friends, swimming, barbecues, um, summer musicals, hanging out with friends, s'mores, just kind of simple pleasures. And we live, as you know, Devaney, like 40, 30 to 40 minutes from America's coolest small town. <laughs> <laughs> it got voted that a few years ago on TripAdvisor, but Lidditz, Pennsylvania is a place we like to go in the summer because it's a very walkable little town, a lot like Stars Hollow in Gilmore Girls. There's a gazebo and ducks you can feed and a beautiful park and so many little shops and 
bookstores and boutiques and cafes and restaurants and it's just a, a chocolate factory um, not Hershey Wilbur but it's just a really nice little town that makes you feel happy and good just walking around yeah I love Lidditz last summer we bought a tent uh, and we have it on our deck so the tent is out on the back deck for the summer and last year we slept in it a couple nights but mostly it's just a cool hangout for the kids we have whole bunch of blankets and pillows and a mattress in there and it's just uh, like an additional room in the summer for us and it's always been like that like there's a lot of ideas on my website still playing school for the younger kids to do in summer like sensory bins if you do a bird seed or rice sensory bin and your kids are practicing scooping and pouring and working those fine motor skills the beauty of spring and summer and fall is to do all that stuff outside so if it's a mess it's not as big of a deal. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else is popular on Still Playing School for summer. We have a recipe for sand puffy paint. So I just got sand at the beach one year. You could use play sand and mixed it with a couple ingredients and my kids painted sand castles on paper and then you just pop it in the microwave for a few seconds and it puffs up. Oh, that's cool. We did a homemade water wall which was just attaching all sorts of recycled bottles of different sizes and funnels and tubes and the kids could move it and adjust it and pour the water and mix different colors of water. So yeah, we definitely did a lot of that in the summer. The simplest one, and I think it might've been the first post ever on Still Playing School, was painting with paintbrushes with water outside in the summer. I think I remember that, or I've seen it. <laughs> and we're coming up on 10 years next this week or next week of still playing school. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. That's so, well, you know, because when you've known someone for a long time and you've known them as younger kids and they get older and it's just, uh, the, what's that saying? The days are long, but the years fly by. Yeah. That is how it feels. I think the, the tent is a nice extra room too for your redhead. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, he can be shade. out there, but not, yeah. <laughs> I like the simple things too, like, um, uh, because it has been muggy, I feel like we've gotten, like, I feel like the fireflies here are out earlier than usual, um, but I love when the fireflies come out because every night is magical. Every yeah. night our, our lawn um, just twinkles, and driving around here, there's a lot of farmer's fields here in South Central Pennsylvania. And it, it, it's magical. It just, it looks like there's twinkle lights all throughout. And, you know, for people who have never seen them in real life, it is every bit as whatever you picture, like for real, these yeah. bugs light up and they blink and they're everywhere and they're beautiful and they're gentle. And you can, you know, when the kids were little, we would catch them and they, I mean, they just land on you and you put them in a jar and you can watch them light up and then free them again. And um, I don't know, just love seeing fireflies and uh, easing up on routine. I love summer thunderstorms, which is kind of funny. People who know me might find that kind of interesting, I guess, because I am pretty open about struggling with lots of gray days in a row. It brings mm -hmm. me down. Definitely have some seasonal affective disorder going on. Um, it's a palpable difference to me when the sun breaks through clouds like my mood i feel my mood improve but a summer thunderstorm it just feels different yeah like it it comes and it happens and then it goes and you it, there's the, the color changes and the light changes and the feeling in the air changes and it's it's more like a 
a passing experience and mm-hmm. I, I kind of love it. And that's when I run outside and gather my jigsaw puzzle that's out on the <laughs> or at least throw a blanket over it. She's yeah. really okay. It's not too bad, but yeah, we were watching a movie at a local park last weekend and saw the fireflies for the first time in the summer. I saw a bat too at twilight. Ooh. So yeah, everyone else is watching the movie and I'm watching <laughs> wildlife all around us. <laughs> it sounds like you. Yeah. And I also try as homeschoolers or, you know, I'm sure people who send their kids to public school feel the same way. Like you want to keep something educational going in the summer. Um, so there's usually a lot of reading programs that you can use. They're creative and they're inspiring. Our local library does one for both kids and adults. We have a great library system in our county, but um, they'll do like a bingo card for the adults that you have to fill. Maybe you have to read something by an author you've never heard of before or something from a different country or historical fiction. So it pushes you outside of your box or your comfort zone with reading. And for kids, for calendars, My friend Allison has a website called No Time for Flashcards. She has amazing book lists for diversity, and she also has summer reading calendars for kids, which I'm hoping to utilize this summer. Uh, And the other one is Book It. So you might remember Book It from when you were in school. I do it. We had the big buttons. We would get the stickers and free personal pan pizzas from Pizza Hut. So as homeschoolers, you can always do Book It, which is been great to know that my kids aren't missing out on that but this summer they're starting something new called camp book it so any parent whether you homeschool or not can go on their website and sign up and have the pizza incentive to keep your kids reading this summer i think it's uh, ages 12 and under we have done book it for years like when the kids were little um and we we would our, so many families in our homeschool group would do it and our local Pizza Hut would let you, you know, it's usually a personal mm-hmm. pan pizza, but they let us go in and the kids could cash it in for the lunch buffet. So it was a way for us to, after a homeschool activity, playing Quidditch or, you know, whatever, a field trip, we would all go to Pizza Hut and do the lunch buffet and they get to, you know, have cafeteria time basically yeah. with friends. And <laughs> <laughs> and I see so many adults bonding about this with their kids. Like, you know, a lot of times stuff we had as kids are no more right this stood the test of time right at least 30 years yeah so like kids and parents that doesn't happen with a lot of things and it's like this thing you can bond about and be like i had book it when i was a kid Mm -hmm. and these kids have book it and maybe it'll last for a while okay so speaking of pizza let's talk about summer food this is another question i asked on our cardigan academy social media i asked what foods do you like to pick make or just eat in the summer. We went and picked cherries today. It was the first time we've ever done that. We picked seven pounds of cherries. Wow. Yeah, the kids are really proud because they were all from one tree. And, you know, we picked it until we basically couldn't reach anymore. And they were saying, if dad were here, we'd be tall enough to keep (laughs) going. But he was not with us. Holly said for a summer breakfast, she likes to have mango, avocado, and tomato with tahini which I've never had. I don't I don't know how to say that, but we learned about that recently and also bought it. It's like a shaker of seasoning. It's it looks um it looks speckled but kind of orange and red, I guess, like paprika kind of. Okay. And it's got a 
lime, it's got a very strong, it's not spicy, but it's flavorful and very citrusy. And I, I like that. And Mark sprinkles it on, I forget about it sometimes, but when we use it, it's really, really tasty. And when I saw her comment on our Facebook page, I was like, oh, I could eat that for breakfast. That sounds delicious. But yeah, it sounds very summery. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of avocados. I just think that's like one yeah, of I the had best foods on the today. planet. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> Cavi said pickles, triple berry jam with mulberries, strawberries and wine berries and corn mm. fritters with fresh corn, which sounds really good. <sighs> That sounds so good. Oh, fresh vegetables from the garden are always the best. Like um, when we say we make like burgers or something on the grill, I don't know what it is, but a, a, a leaf of fresh lettuce from mm -hmm. the garden tastes so much better than just from the grocery store. So yummy. Yeah. When I first met my mother-in-law, one of the summer favorites that she made and still does to this day was gazpacho. So I always, mm. that tastes like summer to me. And uh, Adrian said berries, berries, and more berries. Mm-hmm. And Rhiannon said, berry picking to make jam. She hopes it's a fond memory for her girls. They almost never have to buy store-bought jam. They make all their own and they give some as gifts. And I'm sure that will be a fond memory for them. And store-bought's not even going to compare. No. <laughs> yeah, Evelyn said that about our cherries. She said, could we make some jam out of it? I've only ever made strawberry. Mm -hmm. Julie said she has a salsa garden. Tomato, cilantro, jalapeno, green onion, and then she just tops it all with fresh lime. Mm. That all sounds really good. <laughs> We're going to be so hungry. I love food. Yeah. Uh, Melinda said watermelon and growing and eating their own cucumbers and tomatoes. And Jamie said zucchini, strawberry, and watermelon. Yeah, all the fresh berries and garden, you know, foods just tastes better. It tastes better fresh when we eat it in season. It's delicious. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in New England. I'm from Massachusetts. And so um, where I grew up, it wasn't, are you going to go to a seafood shack or a clam shack? It's like, well, which one? Because mm. there's so many. So we could get clams and we could get crabs and all. I mean, you could get anything. And here it's a little bit trickier. I love when anytime we're in New England or by the coast, because I love seafood. Um, but something I grew up eating a lot was New England clam boil. And so we do that here once or twice a summer where we just get a big pot and put all the things in it and we eat out on the deck and we have the, like when we do crabs and stuff, um, which we don't always add to our clam boil, but when we do, we've got the, you know, the crackers, um, the, the like tools to crack them open. And it's like, it's a process. It's a long yeah. meal. <laughs> Messy. Yeah. But fun. So good. The other thing I like to do is I like to just, it's just simple. I just like to eat breakfast outside on the deck mm -hmm. uh, at a table with an umbrella. It just, uh, it feels like vacation to me to just sit out there and hear the birds and our, our back deck. It's, it's really pretty. There's a lot of trees and a creek back there and it's just lovely. And I like to sit there and have breakfast. I don't know. It just feels very um, decadent and I don't know, European. <laughs> yeah. I like to take a lot of my kids' lunches or even just snacks out to them on a tray in the mm -hmm. tent <laughs> <laughs> to try to at least pick something each summer. So like today we picked cherries, but we will usually do black raspberries in July. And there's a lot of small orchards here in Pennsylvania where you can go pick your own strawberries and peaches and apples mm. eventually. So there's nothing better than that. We should go together. Yeah, that would be really we fun. Should. That'd be fun. 
So this isn't summer specific, but we love to do subscription services that come to your house, something new. Uh, last year we started Kiwi Crate, and now my son has moved up to the next level in that. So he's doing a Tinker Crate right now. He made his own spin art machine and his own balloon air cannons. And the nice part about that is you create something and then there's an activity to do with it. So when he made his spin art machine, of course, then he could make spin art. And the air cannons, it came with like this tic-tac-toe board that you put the cards on and you're trying to knock them off and play tic-tac-toe. So, you know, every couple of days he'll say to me or my husband or his sister, do you want to play air cannons? So that's fun. And then my daughter started a new one called Moonbox. They send you goodies for each full moon themed around whatever the name of that full moon is. So in May, it was the flower moon. And coming up here soon in June is the strawberry moon. So we wrote about it over on our website, still playing school, but it's definitely something we're looking forward to. For the flower one, there was like a flower press and honey. There's always something edible. It's just very different because I know someone is packing it themselves. Yeah, yeah. It makes it, uh, it almost feels like it's got that air of what it used to be like to have a pen pal or somebody. Actually how it started, it's sisters and cousins, I think, that started to send each other oh. full moon packages. And now they opened it up so that anybody else can join in. It's really cool. That is really cool. It, it's, a, it's a way to bring a little bit of the outside world in too. Mm -hmm. My daughter for Christmas got us, um, she, because with the pandemic, she put together this entire package of a staycation to New Zealand <laughs> where she found all these virtual tours and movies and foods and uh, games and all these different things that we can we could experience about New Zealand but from home that's really cool and creative really cool like she made a booklet with recipes and got t-shirts and um it was really really fun and we we she even scheduled it she's like these are the days and so we did it in May uh, and that was a really fun and special thing. You know, we got to travel to some pretty amazing places back in 2019 as part of her gap year, which is uh, like a big family goal of ours from the time we started homeschooling. And we almost put it off. Just, I don't know, sometimes it's a little daunting to take on a big thing like that. And we mm -hmm. very nearly put it off. And then we said, no, no, people do this. They put it, let's just, let's go. <laughs> so glad we did because... Yeah we would have been stuck the next year because of the pandemic. So um, travel is not something I think a lot of people have been doing over the past year. We haven't been to the beach in a while and that's one of my favorite places to go. Um, yeah, we've missed two years of our beach vacation now. I'm looking forward to getting back to it. Same, and we usually go in the fall. It's off season, mm -hmm. it's cheaper, it's less crowded. We can take our dogs on the beach. It's a wonderful time to go. That's changing a little bit for us now as our kids are older and you know, with college, we we are more on a school schedule and less on a homeschool schedule. So yeah. that's a little bit challenging. <laughs> um, but I do lo I love, 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 love the beach. Like I'm content to just sit there with my feet in the sand and read a book and hear the ocean. I just, it's my happy place. I feel peaceful there. Food tastes better on the beach. I just, I just love it. Yeah, we like to go in the off season too, because then you don't have to worry quite as much about sunburn with my son. And mm -hmm. that got me thinking that uh, in the name of transparency and true confessions. I, I didn't start a skincare routine of any sort until the pandemic, but that is mm. one of my pandemic wins. Yeah. That I did it. <laughs> um, on, if I'm being honest, I didn't realize we were supposed to do that. And then 
you know, you get to your mid forties and you look in the mirror and you're just like, oh, look at that. Like I've never seen my skin so close up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Suddenly there's pores and wrinkles and things. And I think I started looking around and realizing, oh, you're supposed to do something. Okay. I don't know what to do. This is an adulting thing. I don't know. Yeah. Then I found out people start doing this like in their twenties. So here I am 20 years plus later and I hadn't done anything. Um, so a friend of mine that works in like she's a cosmetologist and i said can you help me I, I don't have a clue i don't know what these all the stuff at the store it's overwhelming yeah they don't yeah. i don't know like food has pictures you, you know you're buying cereal and what kind it is but these all have like they just put a name on it it seems like you're supposed to just know what this stuff does mm -hmm. and i didn't know what toner did and just looked up the difference between toner and astringent recently yeah yeah, I, I didn't know any of these things. So she walked me through it and like, what order do you put it in? And how do you apply these things? And how do you know what a good one to get is? And oh, that's great. She walked me through it and I ordered all the things and I'm doing and apparently too, a lot of people wear sunscreen every day, whether or not they go out, they say even the sun coming through the windows. And these are like all things I didn't know. And it, it's one of those I think lots of adults have this in different areas of life where you you hear something and you learn it and think you've missed the bus yeah like and how did all of you know about the bus yeah. <laughs> i never even got the bus schedule right i, I didn't know there was a bus <laughs> <laughs> well that's great that you learned that we should probably do a whole episode on good things like that that have come from our time at home and the pandemic yeah i think there was a lot of pressure in the beginning to do all the things or to learn something new or start a business like we did but <laughs> which was not on our radar no we just kind of fell into it and it, it's been great but yes looking back reflecting and processing this event this historical event that we've all lived through i think that will be a good thing to focus on what were the best parts mm -hmm. what's something you're going to take from it learn from it something that's i mean the world has changed from mm -hmm. it um, yeah, that'll be a fun topic for us to tackle. Yeah. Do you want to do extracurriculars? Yes. Okay. So mine is ticklab.org. It's a website, but it's also the Pennsylvania Tick Research Lab in East Stroudsburg University. And I'm sharing that because, well, first of all, we live in Pennsylvania where... Lyme and other tick-borne illness runs rampant. And two years ago, my daughter was bitten by a tick. We sent it to the tick lab. You just put it in a little plastic bag and send it off. It's free. I think the PA Department of Health might fund it. But the tick that was on her two years ago did test positive for Lyme. So she went through 28 days of antibiotics. My son just had one on him a couple weeks ago, same thing, sent it off, and his fortunately did not have Lyme. Um, so you get information if you or your kids or your pet does find a tick attached, you get information to know how to proceed for treatment or give your doctor the best information you can. It also will tell you things like how long the tick has been attached because I think it's 36 to 48 hours after they attach is when they usually are passing the Lyme to you. So daughter, we knew that it, it had been on for 72 hours. My son had only been on for four. So totally different mm -hmm. scenarios, but from the outside looking in, 
in both of those cases, all we knew was there was a deer tick on our child. So, and the other nice part about it is you can send it in and they will do research for where you live all the counties in Pennsylvania, what percentage of the ticks that they test over the course of a year are infected with Lyme or other tick-borne illnesses, diseases. So you also know that you're contributing to, to the science and the research behind it. It's such a handy thing to have. We've used it once ourselves too, and it's so unnerving until you get those results back. But yeah, I'm glad we have that. So mine is that Max has been on a kick lately of making edible cookie dough. And our family, I mean, again, being honest, we, we eat the regular cookie dough too when yeah. we make cookies. <laughs> but um, I, I do love edible cookie dough. These little, I don't know how they are faring since they kind of were starting to pop up pre-pandemic. And I know some have closed, but these edible cookie shops yeah, were opening up. And so if you wanted something kind of like ice cream, but not ice cream, um, you can get all these flavors. Like, you know, Max has made uh, double chocolate chip so it's chocolate base with chocolate chips and regular chocolate chip and i've had different kinds at the shops but it's just really tasty i like the the texture and the consistency and i like the taste and you don't have to like, turn on the oven yeah and, it, and it's like i like that it's not too i don't like being super sweet so it's just um sweet but sometimes a little hint of salty and i love that <laughs> yeah that sounds good yeah i, I like when my kids want to make stuff like that score if he has a recipe to share, we can put it in our show notes as well. Or I don't know, maybe he's just experimenting with different. I think there's a recipe. Whatever flavors, whatever add-ins. I love yeah. stuff like that, though, because then you can, like like your homemade ice cream, you can make mm -hmm. it a bunch of different ways and it doesn't get old. Exactly. If you're interested in learning more about parenting, education, and mental health from our therapist teacher team, check us out at cardiganacademy.com. And we are also on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Mm -hmm.